Welcome back to the Speedy Aerocast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and I'm joined by the rest of my indomitable, indefatigable team, Mr. John Moltz. I'm so tired. <laughs> wow. Never never mind. <laughs> and Mr. Mr. Guy English. I'm, I just want to curl up. <laughs> <laughs> We're very fatigued. That's the show, everybody. Thanks for tuning We're in. <laughs> We're quite fatigable. <laughs> Uh, you're also what was I can't even remember what the other word I used to describe you was, but it clearly did not apply. Indomitable, either. yeah. Oh, you're clearly that's, dominable too. That's definitely yeah. That's a non-starter right there. Uh, we are here to talk about Arrow season four, episode fifteen, Taken, in which Oliver has a very specific set of skills. Uh, <laughs> I think I made that joke last week, but hey, I'm rolling with it. I'm doing sure, it again. Yeah, you do it again. Just some people may not have listened last if week. So. If you did not tune in last week, you did not get all of our amazing jokes. <laughs> We're going to read you all the jokes we did last week. In fact, I'm just going to hit play and play last week's show. <laughs> you won't even notice. Um, is someone going to volunteer? What? Oh. I got it. All right. I got it. All right. I got it. Guy and I will take all a right. step backwards. Yeah. 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 Just okay. for the record, I took notes. I have a couple. Oh. But okay. well, we're on, well, you know, we're on a we'll, tight schedule. That's right. Let's not and argue. And when I do a recap, <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> it goes right good. out the window, like Ollie. <laughs> uh, my kid will just be standing outside of school, <laughs> wondering where his father is. Dad is doing something very important. <laughs> Guy would not stop doing the recap. <laughs> All right, John. All right, this is it. This is the moment we've been waiting for. It's the episode where Oliver's lie blows up in his face. Uh, so we start with Felicity trying to walk with the implant that has ba- apparently been installed, and her physical therapist just happens to be Curtis's husband. What a coincidence. She has trouble, and we are supposed to believe that it's just not working. And then uh, down in the parking lot, as Oliver and Felicity leave, they just happen to run into Damien Dark. What's he doing there? He tells Oliver that he's got William and that he better drop out of the race by high noon. Um, no, it's actually 6 p.m. Friday. I mean, who announces anything on a Friday night? But anyway, he uh, finally has to then tell Felicity about William. The gang shows up at the air cave, and they get filled in, too, and Felicity finds out that uh, a whole bunch of people apparently knew before she knew, and she's not terribly happy about that. Uh, Samantha arrives, and Ollie tells her he's the Green Arrow, so she gets to visit the cave. And, uh, you know, and the two of them get put some sick burns. Or, uh, she, start, she talks to Laurel, and then the two of them put some sick burns on Ollie. Ollie uh, has an idea of how to stop Dark, or at least get some help. He is going to call Mari McCabe, a.k.a. Vixen. Then we cut to beautiful Detroit, where we see Vixen take down some bad guys, and then Ollie shows up and takes out the last one and says he needs her help. So she gets to come to uh, Star City and see the cave as well, and she explains her magical power to everybody, and it's a good thing magic doesn't make much sense because Vixen is able to use um, William's Flash action figure to figure out, haha, he's in the city. Merlin shows up to talk to Thea at uh, their apartment, and... Uh, and um, at the Thea and Laurel's apartment, and uh, Thea's pretty, pretty pissed. Merlin evades her question about whether or not he told Dark about William, and uh, but just really wants her to know that he loves her. Meanwhile, looking through the city to try and find William, Diggle tells Ollie the way to keep William safe would be to keep him close to him. Well, in the cave, Samantha t- explains to Felicity how she was the one who made Oliver lie basically. Laurel meets with her dad and talks about how it still hurts, finding out that Oliver was basically sleeping with the entire um, (laughs) town. (laughs) And uh, no time for feelings, though, because they found William. So the gang breaks into Dark's 
penthouse suite, whatever it is. And Oliver busts into Dark's room, but he's not the one who's going to fight him. Vixen busts in, but Dark is able to whammy both of them until Vixen goes gorilla and breaks his concentration. They fight. Oliver gets thrown out the window and Vixen has to grab him and Dark gets away. So, and he has somehow managed to use magic apparently to cover up William's scent. So Vixen can't track him. Dark calls Oliver and says he has to drop out tonight. He's moved the timetable up. Vixen and Lance, uh, an interesting couple to figure this out, figure out Dark's power comes from an idol. Oliver does drop out of the race and endorses Dark's wife. Uh, he then apologizes to Alex, who no one cares about, seemingly even Thea, <laughs> who has not been seen on a date with him in weeks. Um Mari has figured out the idol thing and how they can use it to find Dark. And um, she advises Oliver to let William have his childhood and not, um, you know, grow up uh, with his dad <laughs> constantly putting him in danger. Dark says he will release William in three hours in a public place. But Samantha makes the call to uh, hit Dark's house um, before that. So Vixen breaks into the house and grabs Dark's totem. And Thea bends over backwards to help out. See what I did there? And Dang. then, <laughs> then wow. she, Laurel, and Oliver get forced strangled by Dark. William comes out and says stop, which Dark, of course, does not. He just, you know, cackles... Uh, villainously as he does and uh, but Mari smashes the totem and Dark's powers are gone and Oliver quickly takes care of him and then the cops show up and the gang flees uh, after um, Oliver stares at William <laughs> not sure what to say not sure if he can say anything Samantha is reunited with William, who's now more into the Green Arrow than the Flash. Surprise, surprise. Lance reveals to Oliver and Thea that William was taken by Malcolm, not Dark. And Mari leaves town, and uh, Oliver thanks her. Thea confronts Merlin and says, it's over. I'm tired of your BS. Uh, Oliver then, back in their apartment, records a message for William telling him he's the Green Arrow, but he's not going to get the message until he turns 18, and Samantha is taking William and moving to an undisclosed location. Felicity wheels in and gives Oliver back the engagement ring. She can't take their relationship, not being a partnership. And then, suddenly her feet start moving, and poetic justice, she walks out on him. <sighs> Which is super awkward because that chip was a wedding present, and now she's going to have to give it back. Um, back <laughs> so that's the end of the like, end of the. What, like what now, she's going to be like, great throwdown now. For your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> give that's it back. The, <laughs> that's the end of the now and in the flashback, uh, Ryder's uh, hole is done, and who comes out of it? Biff. Evil Biff or Biff spiritual spiritual Biff. I actually, Biff. I actually literally alive. threw my not hands really, in the air and, and jumped up yeah. when I saw him. <laughs> he's not really that alive. That is how much we, the legend of Biff has grown. We so have not seen the last of Biff. Um, <laughs> it turns made out, my day. It really did. Like it was the first out, thing I watched this morning. Like, I woke up. I was eating breakfast and I watched. And Biff came back to life. Like, yes, <laughs> the rest of your day was just fantastic. You had, a, you had a spring in your step for the rest of the day. Uh, well, kind of. He kind just of like a montage fake. of you walking well, down the street, pointing at people. Kind of... Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Magical Biff is uh, bulletproof and very angry. He says that they're all going to die for their violation of whatever the heck this thing is. And Ryder and his men quickly uh, get out of the room and leave Ollie and Tiana in there. Uh, But Mystical Biff says Oliver can go in. And does his tattoo disappear? Something it, it either gl- it gl- at least it glows. glows. It, it glows. Um, it yeah, up. so it's yeah. basically yeah. Which the we've tattoo seen is once before, so it's not like a one time yeah. only kind of deal. The, the tattoo has given him uh, that's his um, his invitation into whatever this thing is, and then Ryder comes back in, and they're all going to go into the hole <gasps> next week. Dun, dun, on dun. Arrow. Dun 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 dun. Um, <laughs> the one thing I did not mention was. The <laughs> was the best line possibly the best line this year um which was when oliver talks about <laughs> oliver introduces um vixen and says we had a very animated, animated encounter <laughs> adv- adventure or encounter it's whatever it was <laughs> wah, 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 wah. i found that to be quite hysterical i'm gonna uh, have to go back and watch that because i wasn't aware who she interacted with yeah, she well, just, yeah, I don't like, think... she didn't know Thea, but she spoke to yeah, Felicity, Felicity on the phone. Both... Diggle, she knew. Um, no, no, she knows Laurel somehow. I don't. She, I, how, she, that Laurel, I don't she know that though. Yeah, I'm not I think sure maybe about that. maybe we're supposed to believe that they've somehow met encountered each other. Because yeah, yeah, I, mean, I yeah, think maybe, okay. in the maybe uh, another... in the animated one, they meet. She meets Barry and Ollie, right. and she talks to yeah, Felicity, sure. and I think yeah. Cisco appears briefly as well. Yes. Well, yeah, he's so. in it, but he yeah. doesn't meet her. Right, right. He's, he has mentioned he's um Barry mentions him because he says that he's the one who came up with Nixon. I really liked yeah. the uh I really liked the like tracking via the action figure. Don't don't even think about telling Barry about this. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. This was, also, you know I what had, that is one of her animal powers more than like just magic in general. Oh yeah, I assumed it was some sort of summoning, like some sort of tracking. CG. Yeah, they didn't do. Hey, so I will yeah. say, hey, the CG for the most part really well done in this episode. I thought I liked yeah, her power. That's got to cost a bomb. There's yeah. a reason that they, but you know, they did it well. Like that character. That's, that's a weird. To do. That's that's a weird yeah. one to pull off. Honestly. It really is. She's yeah. great though. I think she's fantastic. She's terrific. She yeah. really is terrific. I, I have a problem with. Uh, and I want to be cautious in how I say this, but uh, African American heroes being associated with uh, African Africa powers. Yeah. and yeah, that's the fair. jungle, yeah. right? Like, right. I, but that's not the like, fault of this. I mean, that's the character, right? Like, so yeah. the way it was written, yeah, I, I forty, mean, you know, fifty Black years Panthers ago, suffers or the same kind of yeah. effectively racism, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. uh, but given what they've got, I I thought she did a terrific job. Uh, I love the way she portrayed it. Um, She's just it's very a weird sh- character to pull off. Like I can summon any kind of animal power. It's like Spider Man, except not limited to being a spider. Yeah, like think of think of an animal. <laughs> like, and way I've better than Spider Man. It's like yeah. way awesome. Like it's pretty cool, and they do a pretty good job of like they don't explain it. What, what was kind of do it right? It's, well, it's they, magic, right? So yeah. you can hand yeah. wave a lot of that. I like that the fact that her character portrayal is so like. This is a hero who is confident in their own abilities and powers, right? Like who's already right. fully formed, right? There's no origin story. The origin story is done in the in the cartoon that you can watch if you want. 
But here she's just presented as sort of a full-fledged member, like, you know, full-fledged superhero, which is awesome. Like, you don't have to waste the time about explaining too much about even where her powers come from or what she's been up to. It's just like, yep, she fights crime in Detroit. She kicks a lot of people's asses. We see that. Detroit, also the first real city we've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) And of all places, it's Detroit. I mean, God bless Detroit. Right. Yeah, we've got, actually, we should, we should make a I think map maybe it's sometime. actually it's a mythical Detroit. It's a uh, <laughs> well, it's one with working water it's not systems. The, it's apparently, not, oh, it's, yeah. it's actually so let's de- get political for a second. It's right. Detroit. Uh, Detroit. Uh, yeah. It's. I think they, we should make a map. <laughs> <laughs> we should make a map of like, all right, here's Star City, here's Central City, Coast City, Opal City. Detroit's in there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, what is this? Yeah, anyway. National cities. Well, it's the story, like what America looks like. There are so many cities. The the population of America must be huge. Oh, so here's a weird one. In The Brave and the Bold, a Batman animated cartoon, (laughs) at one point, and I'm not making this up, Aquaman goes on a holiday in an RV with his family, (laughs) and they have a shot where he drives all over the U.S. And... It shows where all of these things are relative to each other. Oh, well, we did. Like, he's going to Gotham, and then there's like Bloodhaven is like just to the south of it. And, like, you know, so some listener will city. dig that up for us. Yeah. <laughs> so we can answer that. That's actually, it. I've watched it again recently. That's actually a pretty good show. It's, it's a kid's comic show. I mean, I'm having it's, a hard time with Aquaman in an RV, but okay. <laughs> I think your word's hilarious. <laughs> and it, he's just totally plays laughs, and he's pretty funny. All right, we're off anyway, topic. I'm going to drag yeah, you guys yes, back please, to Star yeah, City. Please, we got to. We got to. This is a good episode. This yeah. is actually great. Yeah. I was going to say, I full credit to the writers on this episode. I feel like. Not to say there aren't a couple missteps here and there, but by and large, what I really like about it is that I feel that for the most part, everybody acts pretty sensibly this week. And including my favorite was that, you know, in that first scene after the title card where Felicity is asking about William, she basically runs down the entire like litany of like, these are the arguments that we are all making. Like, that's a stupid ultimatum. You should have told me anyways. What all these other people knew, like within like five minutes, we get like the answer to every single thing that like she should be legitimately annoyed about. Um, and everything is addressed, which I thought was great. Like, I I, I really appreciated that they like cleared the decks for that. I totally agree. Uh, just one thing I do quickly want to say, uh, I take everything I said about Curtis's husband back. Oh yeah. He's much better. He seems like a nice guy. Well, he has a much better cocktail personality. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, it's weird when they're trying to make him more of a, almost like a, not quite a caricature, but like he was a, he didn't have any reason to be there other than to be Curtis's husband last time. Whereas yeah, this time he, he actually has something else going on in the scene, right? Like yeah, this is, great. yeah, that's Seems great. Awesome. I have no problem with that. Yeah. So I um, retract any of my your, your, your catty comments last week. <laughs> well, yeah, no, because I, I was kind of mean to him and I, I felt bad when I saw the scene. Uh, well, I do like the way that they moved quickly and decisively to uh, handle the issue or the revelation that that Ollie had a child. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. Dark, sh- dark showing up in classic dark form with the slow clap and everything. God, I mean, I <laughs> yeah. still cannot get enough of Neil McDonough. Every scene that he is in is great. 
and I thought that the parking garage scene was, you know, you know, he uh, he apolog- like how was your Christmas? <laughs> like what? A yeah, dick. yeah. But he's great. Oh, you should uh, you should get one of those motorized wheelchairs. Yeah. Like, and when he and he call when he calls Oliver on the phone and says, "How's your evening going?" Mine's been a little. <laughs> like, yeah. mine's been kind of upsetting. <laughs> Some uh, people broke into my my apartment. He just yeah. the glee in in that character who is unapologetically evil. Is well, great. even when he gets his totem stolen, he's like, "Well, that, that happened." That <laughs> happened. Yeah, I love that. It was my, that was my other favorite line of this episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, oh, the, I like. So immediately when uh, Dark shows up and says that he's kidnapped, or shows a video that he's kidnapped uh, William, uh, Felicity asks who William is, and Ollie just tells her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I've been kind to, of dreading. Like, uh, old Ollie would have been like. He's a kid I knew once. I spent yeah. five years on an island. He's this guy I knew who's got the Benjamin Button thing where he reverse ages. Yeah, now he's whatever. just 10 years yeah, old. He, he's just like, look, it's my son, and we're going to have to deal with this now. So yeah. I appreciate that. And that happens with all of the characters. I love – I particularly loved when um, Laurel interacted with Samantha. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was incredibly grown up. And what a great portrayal! I, I thought Laurel had some awesome scenes here. I love the yeah, scene with her and her dad. She was like, so good. Right, yeah, right, that was right. really good. And it's not yeah. you know one of the reviews I was reading was pointing out like that's not really a necessary scene. Like we didn't. Right. It doesn't advance the plot, but it's a great character moment, and it's one that makes a lot of sense, and it gives a chance for like you know Quentin and her to bond a little bit. Um, yeah. Although anytime anybody has, I mean, any she feels sp- betrayed. She keeps her eyes on the. On the goal, right? Of rescuing right. William, which I mean, good. That's like the adult thing to do, you know. Which everybody in, in this ep- everybody in this episode she does. She has sympathy for Samantha, who has clearly gone through something that is unimaginable, harrowing. Yeah. yeah, and she blames Oliver for it, which Rightly. she yeah. should. Right, uh, and then. <laughs> <laughs> she confides in her dad and being like, "Look, I'm still really stung about this, and I know it's, I know it's dumb, but I just this does not feel good, and I love it. I, I, like that. That's she's a heroic character to me in in these scenes. Yeah, yeah I, I I thought everybody had a you know a lot of the characters have really good moments this week, except for the fact that anytime anybody starts speechifying, I'm like, oh, they're gonna kill them. Like this is like a dramatic speech, but like, oh, Diggle yeah. was telling him about the how important it is to be a father. Oh my god, are they gonna kill Diggle? No, <laughs> no, he's too awesome. No, it doesn't seem like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean and I've been dreading this episode. I've been dreading this episode because just because I I. <laughs> The way last year was handled, I was expecting it. And the way a lot, I mean, I think a lot of the flip flops that they've had of character, you know, these things that happen and drive people in one direction or another. Um, Lance's several, several reversions back and forth and driven by things that seem to be not really worth it. And Laurel's thing at the end of the first, after the end of the first season where she, you know, becomes very anti arrow. I mean, all these, like these things that they've had in the past made me think that, oh God, son, there's going to be some like horrible, like complete conversion here. And they didn't do any of that. I mean, everybody really like, you know, as we've said over and over again, everybody acted like an adult, which is what has been the best yeah. part of this this season. I do think they were trying to find how to use the cast appropriately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Uh, but I think I, they've got it figured out right now. And for well, you know, close to figured out. For an episode that has, you know, a lot going on in it, I also didn't feel like any of the cast, the main cast, got particularly slighted. Like, I felt like everybody no. had at least, a, you know, like to your yeah. point, everybody had some good moments, including, you know, Thea, Malcolm. Like, Malcolm gets to Malcolm all over the place. You know, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for you, even though Thea says all the stuff that we also, like, were going on about where she's like, yeah, you could have just helped me. And he's like, no, I was going to try to get everything, really. Like, when you I think don't, about I, it. I was disappointed in anything with uh, the portrayal of Malcolm. You were really? disappointed with this portrayal? I thought it was right up. It seemed to me to yeah, you know, be perfectly aligned. Like, what, what does handing William over? Yeah. I, how, I, how does well, that, he's, he's how does that help Thea in any way? Oh. How does holding on to the League help Thea in any way? He just sees his own success and own power right. as indicative of how to protect yeah. her, I think. Which is hilarious, right? Because he makes a big point about how capable she's become under his tutelage. And it's mm-hmm. like... Maybe she actually doesn't need your protection, but no, like I'm just thinking, you know, and I understand as a the the sort of father uh, theme that we have going here is like, oh, I'm going to protect you, you know, because I'm a father and that's what I do. And it's like, yeah, but you also put her in a ton of danger and didn't take any of the options to easily protect her when that was, you know, something that you could have done. I liked Malcolm better when he had uh, when he was more like Ollie in that he had a goal that was uh, greater than him. And he really believed in the first season that destroying the glades uh, was the right thing to do. I think he still has and, a goal, but it's more opportunistic. Well, yeah, but it's all about him now. Well, yeah, well, but like, no, he, that I, failed, I, I'm not right? sure that's so. true. I'm not sure that's true because I think, I mean, he knows he knows what Hive's plan is, right? And so no, I think part of his yeah. part of his his thought is that he's protecting Thea by getting in on the inside and then he'll be able to keep her safe when it all comes, all the shit comes down. Yeah. I think it could also be argued that he's uh, protecting Ollie and uh, Felicity and everybody else. I, I don't think he's protecting Ollie. <laughs> well, he's pretty mad. He's pretty well, mad he at Oliver. Him, he, he kidnapped his son and he got him to pull out of the election. If Ollie hadn't pulled out of the election, he could arguably have just been killed. No, I think he's. I think he's trying to get back. Well, okay, so here's the thing, though. So, if that is yeah, the case, he definitely seems like he is. If yeah, that I'm is just the case, the big missing piece is that he still hasn't told Dark that Oliver's the Green Arrow, mm-hmm. right? And and Dark does not seem, despite you know, which we were <laughs> unclear on until this episode. It seems yeah, this one makes it. Like, it seems very clear that he doesn't know yes. it, which is hard oh, to believe because he interacts with both of them multiple times in this episode, and you're like, really. Yeah. You wouldn't at yeah. some and point, he seems like... to and he, he seems to think that the the green arrow is working at the behest of Oliver. Right, which or why at least we... connected to him. And, and also, yeah. I would recognize that beard anywhere. Also like, you've like, seen scruffy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you've seen well, all you, of his accomplices. It's the same day. You, I mean, come on. You've also jawline? seen all of his accomplices both in and out of their costumes. Like <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it just happens to just hang around with those map. people. <laughs> yeah. Um and even like he even like looks at Thea that one time where and is like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Although Don't we I can know you? force choker this time. Yes. So yeah. but different he, gimmick, I guess. Yeah. Well he doesn't do that hands on thing. So maybe maybe this time he figured it out. Maybe the interactions that they had this week would have led him to understand that Ollie is Arrow. But Guess what? Now he's not superpowered. <laughs> now he's in jail. 
Well, yeah. So lots of questions about that, which is, do you think that's a permanent state of affairs for him? Did we, did they break his only, cause like, here's the thing we have already seen, if we want to rope in briefly his appearance in legends of tomorrow, we've seen that he was alive and looked virtually the same in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. He's so, like a timeless kind of guy. Well, yeah. he even said that he recognized yes. Vixen's yep. uh, totem. I like, hadn't seen it in many, year? many years or something like that. Year. Yeah, I haven't he seen it like He said a dog's like, age. Yeah. And a dog, yeah. We've gotten the impression from a couple but he, other but places, too. But could name too. the province, right? Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. We've gotten the impression from yeah. a couple of the other episodes, too, that he has... He's certainly, if not immortal, he has been around a long time. And whether that's right. just because maybe he's got his own Lazarus pit or maybe, you know... He's I just figured the magic was keeping him Also possible. Young. But he doesn't freak out. When, when the totem, totem gets, gets taken. taken, yeah. So like, maybe he has more. I yeah, think maybe. Got, I think he's, I think got, he's got, got more balls more in the air. And, yeah, exactly. Because doesn't I mean, he 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 has them bring something to him early on in the in the season, right? Um, yes. Yeah. So there's not just one thing that he's using. I don't think he seems like a. Uh, he doesn't seem like a monogamous magical user. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? No, yeah, he's I'm like, yeah, sure. he's, he's you have like, to, you have to. It seemed like he commits to just one totem. To is all I'm one saying. Magical artifact, and then you're done. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, yeah. uh, uh, let's see. So, what else? Uh, I was trying to think. What are the other things that? Oh, I I have some notes. Um, some of them are a little uh, uh, picky-une, but uh, I enjoy that. Diggle at one point, he and, and Oliver are having this serious parenting conversation, and I noticed that his like mask is like hanging on the railing, and mm-hmm. then he goes to put on like use the sniper rifle, he puts the mask on. I'm like, is there any conceivable reality in which it is easier <laughs> to shoot with that mask on? Which he does a couple of times in this episode. And I have to think, no. The answer is no. It must be way harder to look through that thing and then look through a rifle scope. Was it slightly modified? I don't think no, so. No, I don't think that's... The so black shield was opened. I mean, that's something John, that's like, been, John knows what I'm talking about, right? It's partially... Yeah. Yeah. It, Who cares? Okay. Whatever. There's a change, there's a change to the mask And, the, and Cisco tells him that they're going to... Cisco asks him, how is the mask treating you? And John's like, uh, I could do the few modifications. Okay. But I didn't maybe, notice maybe not, any, maybe not have a Maybe not have a rubber band on the back. Yeah, <laughs> maybe be a fully yeah a fully closed helmet. That would still. <laughs> I think we're all still positive on that. Well, concealment of identity counts, right? Well, sure, but you yeah. also presumably want a function of like not getting punched in the face easily. Yeah, but our main here has been running around with a hood on his head. <laughs> also, <laughs> like a problem that for peripheral vision. Cripples we'll, your we'll, vision. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll let that one slide, I guess. <laughs> um, what are what are your guys' thoughts on the eventual? I like that Felicity, like Laurel, is like I'm going to put all this aside. I'm going to focus yeah, on getting William back. Adults. And then at the end of the episode, we have the fallout from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she, you know, hands over the ring, says, "I can't. We can't get married because you you don't know how to lean on anybody else." Um, which has been like a recurring, you know, criticism of Oliver that he takes all this weight on his own shoulders. Um, did you think her motivations, not only in terms of the not telling her about William in the first place, but also her point about, you know, basically sending him away without consulting her? What do you do you guys think this this all adds up or did you have critiques? Um, I don't. Well, I am not really sure. or I'm not sure what kind of input she should have had to, to that question. I mean, she is not. Yeah. 
she's not one of the parents. The, the parents are the two people who should have had the input. Um, and it also, it seems like exactly the right thing to do. I mean, that's the way to keep them safe. So I didn't find that very compelling, but I do understand the whole thing of like, I mean, it's, he obviously was off making this decision about whether or not, you know, which one was important being a father to William or lying to her or telling her the truth uh, and did not and chose the other thing. So I can understand why she does. Yeah. She feels you know left out and not as important to him as she should be. I feel like, you I, know, I, maybe I, she didn't need to have input, but she, he could have asked. Or just, like, I, th- I think may- and maybe it's maybe it's more just like talking to her about. Yes, it. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that she thinks that um, I feel anyway, <laughs> I, I feel that she thinks that uh, she's being dragged along in Ollie's narrative without having any kind of. <laughs> it's like he's the star of his own <laughs> television yeah, really, show. Yeah. It's like the <laughs> river of Ollie, that? right? Like, and she's floating down the river and she has very little purchase on how things actually go which is in fact the case because we're watching a television show all about all of a queen uh and so also he was on an island for five years i'm so glad he didn't say that like as she walked out it's like i was on an island yeah. as a face to black yeah, yeah. you've also great. been an asshole for four years <laughs> Incidentally, speaking of, I was on. I was. I spent five years in hell. I did like the John Constantine. No, he's literally in that. hell. <laughs> yeah, that was because good. It, it was nice. That was like had, almost like a supernatural TV show reference. It like, kind of. No, yeah, no, he's actually. I, it was nice because it felt like. Um, that's the first question, right? Like, where is John Constantine? Because he helped us out once. Yeah. It seems like he knows about all this stuff. Like, why yeah. can't we call him? So it was nice to actually dispatch with that and be like, oh, well, it he's made busy. me want to check up on Lucifer. Yeah. <laughs> he's in LA, <laughs> like, though. Did he so... make a cameo on Lucifer and he got sent to hell or something? <laughs> I don't think they're ready to be quite that interlinked yet. Because as soon as Oliver Queen exists in the same universe as the devil, I feel like the show has gone in a very different direction. <laughs> Well, they just did. They literally, they said, literally hell. Yes, that's true, I guess. And I was like, that was <laughs> weird. Was kinda... um, and yeah. Ollie's like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, really? <laughs> maybe that's where the, maybe that's where the hole goes. That, like, as soon as you came back? Like, I did. Li- heaven and hell exist. <laughs> I like, did that like. could be something that you don't hold until four years later. You know? <laughs> One of the things I like about that and about Vixen is about the fact that this, this world has gotten so large and fleshed out. Like the world building mm-hmm. and all the characters is, is really cool. I like that there are. We can have a rather than making veiled allusions to other shows, which some other shows have, you know, ended up doing. We end up having situations where like other characters on sister you know barry gets mentioned several times in this episode right like Mm -hmm. he's a major enough character we get a shot of sarah in the and laurel in the photo on lance's desk and like it's not like beaten over your head right like everybody knows who that is like you know this universe feels very lived in and very real based on the relationships building a justice league yeah Kind of, yeah. I mean, not, I mean, I, not, not like they're going to have a satellite in space kind of Justice League. No, right? but I mean, like, it's like yeah. pick up the phone. Exactly. They literally say that at the end of the episode. It's like, call me whenever you need. Right. Well, right. it makes sense yeah. if you got all these people with like powers yeah, and what? superheroes. Right. Why wouldn't right. you like you know tap that resource? Right. So yeah, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of the way the universe has expanded. 
uh, and mm-hmm. feels large, right? You know, I think that's the cool part about it. Like, it feels like there are all these. This is the closest that DC has to the MCU, right? Where there's like you can yeah you can have all these different characters off doing separate things and every once in a while they meet up and like you know work together to fight some bigger threat yeah, this is this is stop ruining it yeah. with their stupid suicide squad movie well there are other <laughs> there are other there are four other yeah different universes yeah. right yeah. yeah right um yeah so i like that um i like uh i i did like that but as i mentioned um where I just, oh, uh, Thea's like, uh, I knew about his son. And she's like, oh, fine, I'll call Barry and fill him in. <laughs> Barry knows? And he just looks at her, too. He doesn't even say anything. He just he just looks at her. Well, um, and then they're <laughs> she's like, like, and they're like, I'll tap into Malcolm because he also found out. Like, he just, yeah, like, his I'm, head slowly goes down like I'm really fail. Okay. I'm, this- you know what? I'm really glad about that. It because, made him look realize but, how dumb he was, right? Like, yeah, but none, everybody everybody he didn't tell out. any of everything those people. Out. He like, did not he tell any of them, though. That's a technicality. A technicality. Yeah, they all figured it out on their own. Well, right. then that's just—I mean, I don't know. It's—it's it's one of those things where it just did seem, you know, as Felicity no, makes do, the point. I, do. I think you lose the moral argument, but you win the legal argument of like, look. uh... I yeah I kept yeah. my I kept my part of the promise I didn't tell anybody and it came out but I'm not I, gonna lie about it if they figure it out right right yeah like um, yeah there's wisdom once well the that yeah. and um, not that it's great but it's better than it could have been well Felicity yeah. Felicity also makes the point of like you know you were worried he might be in danger it happened anyway right like that didn't actually solve the problem <laughs> right um, which I yeah, thought was which a nice is illustration being, I feel like. I mean, we've had that plot beat, what, 20 times over four seasons at this point? <laughs> yeah. Well, should have learned by now, I guess. Um, should we you, pour out... Sorry, go ahead. Did you have something else? No, I'm just like, you know, every time Ollie keeps a secret, it uh, does not work. So, did you somebody, want to... Somebody dies. <laughs> Who's this? Well, or is at least threatened. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you guys want to pour one out for Alex? <laughs> Do we know that this is the last we'll see of Alex? I mean, presumably what's going to happen. So so Dark is in jail, but Rouvet is still running and now the only person in the race. Um, he could he could get back in the race. I'm, I'm assuming at some point. I'm, yeah, right. I'm assuming at some point she's going to go down and, you know, he'll have to step back up again. Right. It seems likely, though. Are we then paving the road for season five oliver queen is the mayor of star yeah. city unless yeah unless she becomes be evil, ma- evil mayor like evil like, mayor. I'm bu- like i'm buffy <laughs> so i think we'll <laughs> I, I, I don't think, well here, here's the thing I, I think that ollie won't actually become mayor he just stepped down. How do you reignite? Oh, you could do that. Yeah, it's e- yeah, it's easily. He done. was like it's a, hugely it's ahead, a form. Right? You just fill out a form. He was. <laughs> well, I know. Like, yeah, legally you can do it, but I mean, that's a weird one. Unless you can be like, hey, well, my opponent kidnapped my son. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to, to <laughs> yeah. John's like point, that, like geez, that's a big one, you know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if she, if this whole thing blows up and everybody in the town no one figures else. out that she's the one, you know, like running this. Organ, you know, or at least like on the board of this evil organization that's trying to destroy the city. Um, <laughs> we got, but we have to vote for her because she's the only person on the ballot. <laughs> people might want to, to elect Oliver. 
Yeah, so I, I think we haven't seen the end of that plot line. I think we probably haven't even seen the end of Alex, though. Either way, I feel like he really did have a kind of terrible plot arc. Yeah. And, like, they just could not yeah, figure yeah, out what yeah. to do with and, him. Uh, yeah, and I know I complain about Alex every show, and that's because he's awful. <laughs> well, he's just he's just milquetoast. He's no, but he's no, milquetoast. Yeah, there's nothing... Like, yeah, I, don't I mean, understand the, he's it. written... He's unfortunately written that way. Yeah, and... Yeah. If he comes back as some kind of baddie, or he uh, joins the uh, Uwe Adams campaign, oh, that would be an interesting twist. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, sure maybe. he would. Like that's the that's I mean that's the West Wing. That's the logical <laughs> yeah. Scandal. That's the logical next like, move. Th- yeah, he's going to join the Uwe Adams campaign and yeah, use whatever he's learned from the inside, or to, or so. becomes like and, a mole, figures out what's going on, and then is like, hey Oliver, you need to get back in the race because this woman's crazy. Yeah, yeah, like maybe, uh, yeah. Lance style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Anyway, and then and then ends up in the, and then ends up in the box. Guy, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we, at this point, there's been uh, he has no purpose. He just, right. There's no purpose. There's no. There was okay. nothing. There was, so yeah, I know we're, nothing for him to do. I know we're a little limited on time, but before we do wrap up, we should play. Yes, our favorite game. Who's, who's in the box? Who's in the box? Who's in the box? Bears. What's in the box? What's in the box? Don't open it. <laughs> John Doe's got the upper hand. Biff, 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 Biff Conklin. Helped bury the box. That's Biff, what Conklin's, I Biff Conklin's got the upper hand. <laughs> Biff Conklin for season five, Big Bad, as I think we've all agreed. <laughs> so I think, Evil, yeah, I think yeah, mystical, first... mystical Biff Conklin. That'd be good. He sounds like a, sounds like an old timey baseball player. <laughs> oh, mystical Biff Conklin. <laughs> Shortstop, right? Named yeah. him, uh, like, oh man, I'm gonna forget the character's name, but uh, Dead Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I don't right. remember what he. If they'd use his name, that that could have been cool. Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, um, so first, who does Ollie need to kill? Like, who's the Malcolm. bad guy that puts still somebody Malcolm. in the box? I'm, I'm still sticking I, yeah. with Malcolm. Yeah. I okay. Think it's so we're. I think we're congealing around the idea of it being Malcolm. Seems so, like it. But you know, who does Malcolm kill? It's... Not Thea. No. Diggle. Still doesn't not Diggle. Doesn't, no. there's, like, he doesn't I, care about no Diggle. Reason. He just just really doesn't care about him. He's, Laurel, you know. I mean Lance. Like yeah, none I'm of kind these of warming s- up to to Lance. Seems like more likely for him to kill. Um, I feel like this Donna Donna is still a possibility. Lance? Why? Like what, to what end? Well, it just seems like they could end up in a situation I mean, where he's a jerk. Um, he's threatening, you know, he's threatening Laurel. Lance steps in and, you know, I mean, you know, what I can see that happening. It doesn't seem like he's going to go out of his way to kill Donna. Well, that's the thing is like um, Malcolm is not like Derek seems to have like this long convoluted plot. Right. Like and he seems like a string puller. Malcolm is kind of that way, but he's much more of an opportunist, it seems like. So. I think this episode seems to put paid to our our working theory, I would argue, because it seems they capped off that storyline. I would say it's not Samantha. Yeah. I would actually pull back from that because it doesn't they they sent them that away. That happened a lot Are faster sure? than I thought I'm it was going to. I'm not 100% sure, sure I, but I'm, I'm almost ready to double down on No, see, I'm I, that's making really? me back off. I yeah, I think she had her first real kind of role and her First decision was to go after Dark and to kill him. Yeah, well, but take, it, take him down. Not kill but him. at the end of the episode, it seems like well, okay, too, take him down. It seems like too short of a time to be like, I'm going to take him. I'm going to take our son away and go somewhere else, mm-hmm. and then like 
you know what like six, five episodes from now it turns out that you know yeah he was she was easily found whatever like and i, I can and see I, that yeah, coming all, back in a couple years samantha tracking down damien dark whose name she knows why would she do that yeah really what an idiot because she doesn't know how powerful she is uh, he is I think she knows. I think she, she, does. I think she knows. Throw out a window. And, no, uh, no, you know, no, 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 no. I think, no, yeah, I'm vetoing no. that one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not happening. Okay. Not happening. But who are other who are other candidates? I don't know that I have anybody else that really uh, seems like a likely. I'm kind of back to square one. I feel like uh, could be Donna. Yeah. yeah. Not not yeah. William because you know. If it's not no, I think Samantha, they're. I think they're gone you, for a while. If you say it's not Samantha, it can't be William. Because yeah, no, I, I don't think, think it's going because otherwise, I don't think there's any purpose in having Oliver record that message at the end of the episode. Yeah, I, I don't if think they're there just was... gonna if they're just gonna come back on a couple episodes. Yeah, I, I never thought it was likely to be William. I thought it was more likely to be Samantha, yeah. but I don't think it's either of them now. Um, yeah. But I'm also and that was a super touching message. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't know who else. I I think someone. Yeah, maybe I'm coming to to John Moltz's Donna camp because I feel like it's just one of those things where she's going to be in like the wrong <laughs> place at the Donna wrong time. <laughs> Send the kids down to John Moltz's Donna camp. <laughs> well, I, we've got canoeing, uh, archery, <laughs> lots of archery. <laughs> she could act to save uh, Felicity's life. Yeah, something like that. Where I think she puts. I think she's either in the wrong place or she puts herself in between. Yeah, you know Felicity or Lance or someone. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. If she gets killed, she gets killed in the crossfire. Like just apologizing, (laughs) but it's not good enough. (laughs) Yeah, but I think it's but I think it's Merlin. But I think it's Merlin. Yeah, I think it's Merlin too. Yeah, yeah. I I think Merlin is gonna Merlin is he? He's playing some sort of Donna's in the box. Yeah. So why? Okay. So why would Merlin attack? Felicity and Ollie. Well, he obviously he's angry at Oliver. He's still mad at Oliver. So, um, and we still have uh, this whole thing. I mean, Hive is still there, and they're still trying to execute their plan, even if even if uh, Dark is in jail. So, at some point, that comes to a head, and and it's. I mean, I have no reason, no real reason to believe. There's maybe some very small hints, but I have no real reason to believe that Malcolm is not fully working with them. Well, so yeah, not to give away too much from the preview, but it does seem oh. like he is still <laughs> he is still firmly embedded, okay, with Hive as of the next episode. Um, yeah. So there, he. I mean, essentially, I think as we conjectured a few weeks ago, having lost his power base with the League of Assassins. Uh, he's just looking for mm-hmm. a new. He's looking he for a new, new, home. new new groupies. New groupies. Right. He needs a new job. That guy's such a jerk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. Anyway, speaking of jerks, uh, Moltz, you have to leave. I've got to go so, soon. Uh, let's, let's wrap this up. We'll wrap this up. Um, all right, so we're off now for a month, guys. Is oh, that right? Really? We're off for a month. No lie. Next episode airs March 23rd. Wow. So, oh, wow. So we got to wait a while to figure out. We got you got to really let that uh, Felicity walking out that door sink in. You got to uh, have Lex take a trip so I can talk to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll be back for Broken Hearts, which is uh, episode 16, which I guess will be the uh, the end of the run. Or it's like sort of kick off the last act of the, of the season, right? Because we've got 16 through 23 then, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. and we, uh, I think hopefully we'll go from there pretty consistently into the, uh, 
uh the end game the end game i think in that one also we that may see the return of another character from previous seasons another yet another archer what um uh broken hearts that that would be your clue come on oh yeah 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 okay got it yeah Yeah, thanks you're welcome (laughs) it's cupid dummy well she heard she heard that felicity walked out now she's all over uh all over the green arrow right right. makes perfect sense when you think about it don't think about it too much um all right uh any last thoughts before we wrap up it's always fun chatting with you jess it is well i'm sad it will be another month but we'll all we'll all persevere we'll be older and more mature well we'll be older <laughs> yeah you're right uh john moltz thanks for being here thank you guy english thank you for being here i'm gonna love this time off <laughs> and we hope Ouch. you will too listeners we'll see you next month <laughs>